Well, good morning, my friend. Tuesday morning. I hope that you're doing well today and um, hope that you had a good start to the week last week as we end out 2021 and um, starting our Tuesday, a little bit of a cloudy day here in Oklahoma City. Um, warm, which I am enjoying. No snow in the forecast, praise the Lord. And I'm excited about that. And I'm looking forward to a great day today. And welcome to the Pastors Podcast. Good to have you along with me this morning. I hope that you are striving and thinking about what you're going to do for next year. This is a good time. The last week of 2022, I've been in my mind several things in my mind. Uh, things I want to make sure that as we as next year on on Saturday and Sunday, the weekend, that you you start planning. Pastor, if you're watching this, would you you need to start planning now? You should have already planned, but you should have some things set in place. Uh, things that you want to get done for next year. Um, that's critical to us accomplishing something great for the Lord. I want to read to you this morning as I, I want to talk to you a little bit about um, the Christian's response to God's chastening. And I want to read to you from the book of Revelation chapter 3 and verse 19. The scripture says, God says, as many as I love, I rebuke and chasten. Be zealous, therefore, and repent. Now, despite the crowd that wants to think that once a believer gets saved, that God no longer punishes them for their sin, the scriptures are very clear that God does rebuke and chasten those whom he loves. Now, I don't know how you could take that any different. By the way, to those who want to say this, I know you only use the, um, the New Testament. You don't think the Old Testament applies I got news for you. The whole Bible is God's word. But this is coming from the New Testament to you who don't think that God chastens those and God judges those who um, do wrong. He does. Um, it's, it's, it's foolish thinking. And I'm just going to be very blunt. Foolish to think that you can do whatever you want. That grace just allows me to live a life like the world. You are living in a fantasy world, my friend, if you think that's going to happen. God does rebuke and God does chasten those who do wrong. To say that God no longer punishes the believer when they sin is to say that God no longer loves the believer once they get saved. Because his chastening is an attribute of his love. So, True, true love doesn't always approve of what someone does. Rather, true love also it will disapprove and it will punish someone for the wrong they do to keep them going down the way that is right and to keep them from being destroyed. Now, just because you get saved, it does not mean that you'll no longer struggle with sin. You're going to struggle with sin. You're, you're a sinner. Um, being saved, salvation simply means that your sins are paid for. But you still have to deal with the sin in your life and that your flesh is of what your flesh is prone to do. However, when you do sin, God will rebuke and chasten you when you refuse to deal with the sin yourself um, and, and, the, and the sin that the Holy Spirit is prodding you about. Why? So he can help you overcome it. The verse I read to you shows several responses that we as a believer, I as a preacher, you as a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a believer, First of all, I'm a preacher. Second, you as a believer that you should have when God chastens you because you're saying, let me share these responses with you. First, remember that God loves you. The fact that God is chasing you shows you that God still loves you. What a wonderful thought. God says that his love rebukes and chastens those who do wrong. 
God love, God's love does not stop loving you because you've done wrong. Rather, God's love, get this now, moves him to chasing you, to bring you back to the right fellowship with him. Second, remember that he loves you enough to try to keep you from sin's destruction. Why would God chasten um, his children? He chastens them because he knows what sin will do to them. He, he'll do everything in his power to help his children to quit sin, the sin that will destroy their life. God doesn't want his children to experience the pain of sin's end, and this is why he chastens them. Third, you should remember that he loves you enough to try to restore the broken fellowship with him that sin caused. Sin always hurts your fellowship with God. And he desires to have a close relationship with you. The only way God can draw you back to him to keep the sin that has broken your fellowship is to chasten you so that you remove the sin that has come between you and him. The fact that God's chastening you should cause you to see how much God loves you and wants to have close fellowship with you. You see, sin separates that fellowship and God chastens us to draw us back to him. Fourth, the love of God, for the love of God's sake, you should repent. Instead of continuing down the road of sin, repent from it. If the only reason you choose to get right with God about your sin is because he loves you, that in itself is a great enough cause for you to quit your sin. My friend, sin doesn't love you. The difference between sin and God's love is sin only wants to pull you away from God so it can destroy you. But God loves you despite your sin and tries to draw you back to him with his love. And sometimes that love says he has to chasten you. Now, fifth, for, for the love of God's sake, you should become zealous for him. Let God's love chasten you to move you to become more zealous for him and committed to him. Don't let God's chastening make you a bitter person. Let it remind you that God loves you so much that, he's, that, he, that he wants to keep you from sin's hurt. And he's trying to draw you back to him. That alone should cause you to be zealous for his sake. My friend, sin is real. Judgment is real. Chastening is real. But God does it because he loves us. Now, don't let that make you bitter. Let that remind you, boy, God loves me enough that he would chasten me because he wants to have close fellowship with me. So he can use me. What a great reminder of the love of God. My friend, I hope you take this. I hope you let it, let, hope you ponder about it a little bit throughout the day. Would you remind some people? Would you tell some people about the Daily Pastors podcast that we have? Let me also encourage you about the Old Paths Conference coming up March 21, 22, 23 here at Maranatha Baptist Church. I'd encourage you to come, be a part of it. You can register um, at, for it at the attendnbc.org forward slash OPC. And that way you can come. It's free to attend. Going to be a great year. Encourage you to come. And remember today, be good to everyone. Everybody's having a tough time. Have a great day, my friend.